Welcome to the Live Awaken podcast, life coaching for women physicians of color. Create more freedom to simply be who you want to be. Do the things that make you feel alive and create a deeper connection with those you love. It's time to choose you. I'm your host, Dr. Pyle Patel Guile. Hello, ladies. I love talking to so many different women and then realize that most of the things that we suffer from are quite similar. So today's podcast episode is about over-delivering. And this is something that's come up time after time in my own personal life, in my friends, and definitely in my clients that I coach. So what does over-delivering mean to you? If you asked me pre-coaching lifetime, I would have said it's a really good thing, right? You're going out of your way. You're giving more than what someone signed up for. That's the nice thing to do. Um, You know, it really is like this amazing kind of trophy that I can hold on to, that I'm giving more than what's necessary. Now, I look at it a little different, right? It doesn't mean it's not a good thing, but I look at what it costs me, what it costs you, what it costs the clients I'm working with one-on-one. It's funny, actually, because some of you guys may not be working with me yet, and you listen to my podcast, and I really, really, really appreciate it, and I love it when I get an amazing review or a email or a DM telling me how the podcast or a single episode or specific thought was so transformative for someone or influenced them in a positive way. So the reality is, if you're listening to my podcast, you're my client, right? I'm coaching you. So over-delivering is so important for all of us. I want us to look at why we do it, what what we make it mean, and what does it cost us. So let's start with why we do it. Most of us women of color and most of the people that I work with, you know, they have some kind of AAPI background, not all. It's a part of our culture, right? You know, growing up, we would watch other people, men and women, but definitely we kept an eye on the women in our lives, and we saw how they over-delivered. And we were the recipient of that over-delivery and how it made us feel. So one of the simplest examples is, do you guys remember going to an uncle or auntie's house um, and um, your whole family's going to go, and when you get there, you have such a wonderful welcome The place is clean. They're ready for you. 
And when you sit down to have a meal, there's so much food. Now look, I know you guys can relate, most of you guys. If you grew up in an Asian household, there's a lot of different components to the food that we eat, right? Either it takes a very long time to prepare, cook, um, or there's a lot of different components to the meal that you're eating. And so we have this idea, um, this concept in um, a lot of South Asian food where we eat from a tali. And a tali is a big steel plate with a lot of smaller bowls inside um, that have different components of our meal. And in the middle of the meal, there'll be uh, some kind of... um, so. In India, we use we eat roti, or in a lot of South Asian countries, we eat, we eat roti, which is like a tortilla. And I know I'm explaining this to so many of you guys who already know what I'm talking about, but I'm just being inclusive here because um, I have a lot of people who don't identify, you know, as um, Asian or even women of color, right? So I just wanted to explain. So the meal is elaborate, right? You didn't expect to have that kind of meal, but that's how they show their love, especially those that prepared the meals. And in most homes, it's usually the women. They over deliver, there's dessert, there's like all kinds of appetizers and everything. Makes you feel loved. You get that warm and fuzzy feeling inside of you. So then you kind of see how does that play out? There's ways that your moms may have over-delivered in you know, what they've provided for you, right? Uh, stayed up with you super late while you were doing your AP English assignment, that which was due the next morning, and they sat next to you. And they asked if you were hungry or asked if you needed help or read it for you to check if you had any mistakes, which most of our families, if we were first generation immigrants, we probably were learning a lot more high level, um, schooling at this point, you know, uh, but not for everyone over deliver. So now you're an adult and you find yourself over delivering at home and at work at work. You're willing to take on the extra patient. You're willing to stay late. You're willing to work through your lunch, double book, take the shift that no one wanted, work the weekend, the evening, the holiday. You're willing to compromise with your patients if you're a physician. You over-deliver by giving them more time, allowing them to speak and share everything, even if you know the the clock is ticking and you only have 15 minutes. You go out of your way to call them to see if there was any new updates, how did the medication go, 
How are the symptoms? At home, you find yourself over-delivering in your marriages, in your motherhood, and also being a daughter. I think most of us also carry it to being a friend too. You go out of your way to please your partner. I remember when I first got married, I graduated residency and got married two weeks later. Um, my husband was still a resident at that time. And the first six months, I didn't have a job right away. For some reason, it's just there weren't a lot of options and I had to stick within a certain geography. Let me clarify, I chose to stick within a certain geography. And I found myself at home studying for my boards and going out of my way to over-deliver. I would cook full-on meals, like do all the housework, um, laundry, all the things because, hey, I was home and I knew that that would make him happy. Looking back on it, I set the precedent. But over time, when I kept doing all the things and did not receive any appreciation or verbal acknowledgement, or I really felt just taken advantage of because when there's two of you, it's fine, totally easy to manage, but then you add children, babies, diapers, naps into the mix, there's a lot more to do, right? I built resentment over time. The same happened when I had my boys. I did a lot, pretty much every feeding I did on my own because I was nursing. I woke up every single time at night. And I remember the only time I actually had a break is when I came to visit my parents. I did it all, thinking it was for the good of the family thinking that I would just take one for the team. I over-delivered. But what I didn't realize is when I was over-delivering, I was building so much resentment and frustration and anger because I had this belief that, well, if I do this for you, you should acknowledge. You should appreciate. You should at least throw me a little bone. That's on me. That's not on anyone else. When you have that belief, I'm willing to go 150%. All I need is 10%. You have to really question why you are only worth 10%. And no wonder you're pissed. No wonder you're angry. You teach people how to treat you by the way you treat yourself. And I say this day in and day out with all my lovely clients. I remind myself on a regular basis. But all we knew was to over-deliver. And now we do it on a regular basis. We even do it with our children. We try to take on all the different hats and put try them on not realizing that you can only do one at a time 
right? We only have one head. But we try to pile them on. And it's okay until it's not. But when it stops being okay, we don't even know what's happening. All we know is we're not happy. We're frustrated. We're angry. We're resentful. We feel helpless and defeated. All of this stemmed from that initial belief that if I do more and go above and beyond, I'm willing to accept even a little. No, that's not true. You deserve just as much as you give. So, as your coach, I'd like you to take a minute and think about the ways that you over-deliver in your life. Understand your why, understand why you're doing it, and then decide, what if I put that energy and effort into giving to me? Now, that probably made a lot of you guys feel uncomfortable, right? Because you're not used to giving to you, and neither was I. As you start giving to you and over-delivering to you, you're going to have so much abundance to give to others from a place of fullness, not scarcity. So next time you find yourself so mad because you're thinking, I always go above and beyond for so-and-so. And she doesn't even do this much or he, or he doesn't. This comes up a lot, especially in marriages or work, right? I go above and beyond and I'm a team player. I hate that word team player in, in our culture, right? It's just a way of justifying getting less than. Stop over-delivering for everyone else and start over-delivering for you. And if you're not sure how, or you don't know how to take the first step, ask me. You guys know I offer free consultations. You can ask me all the questions. See if this is what you want to do with your life. Is this exactly what you've been waiting to hear? Or did something click inside of you finally? Let me help you now. Not in a month, not in a year, not in five, ten years. Take that time back. Give yourself the rest of your life to live in a way that feels full and loving to you because you're so good at loving everyone else over deliver not for everyone over deliver to you have a wonderful day hey if you're ready to advocate for yourself by listening to your inner voice so you can live in freedom wake up every day with purpose and enjoy your work and family Check out my website at www.pileguile.com. On the website, you'll have the opportunity to join my program, sign up for a free workshop, 
or just check out my blog. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend, leave a review, or just reach out. I'd love to hear from you.